Hi, and welcome to today's topic, which is the metaphysics and emotional stress behind ovarian cancer. Now, ovarian cancer is a type of cancer that originates in the ovary area. Now, our female reproductive area has one ovary on the left side and one on the right side of the uterus. And they produce eggs and that are also responsible for creating estrogen and progesterone hormones. Now, ovarian cancer happens when cells divide and multiply in an unregulated way. However, exactly why this happens is not quite clear yet. Now, the following risk factors are also linked to a higher chance of developing this disease. Now, women, for example, with close relatives who've had breast cancer are at higher risk of developing ovarian cancer compared to other women. Now, the body is already giving you a big clue. Let's revisit what I said earlier. Cells divide and multiply in an unregular, unregulated way. Now, this is the body's way of saying that there is something long-standing that is now heightened and the emotions which is a result of trauma from your life that has now actually grown out of control. And these emotional stressors relate to your identity as a woman. Now, ovarian cancer and breast cancer both share a fundamental commonality, and that is that there were traumatic disruptions within a family dynamic where trust was lost and it was replaced by betrayal and resentment. Now, what caused these emotions can be different. However, the final outcome tend to be the same, and that is loss of trust in someone or loss of trust in a family that once in the past made you feel safe. Now, there's a great deal of inner conflict between a male and a female. And this, for example, could be with a partner, or it could also be emotional scars from your parents who were verbally violent or a masculine father figure that was abusive. And it boils down to not knowing when or how to act as a woman and when to be feminine and when to be masculine. And this constant battle tend to be an end result of feeling like you're like almost like your personality now has become passive instead of reactive, which it was in the past. However, because of your reactive personality, you've learned as the feedback and the reactions of others that it was perhaps not always the best strategy to have. And then you overcompensated and became passive. Now, what also happens with this passive stance that you're now taking is that it can also be taken advantage of and also misused and abused by others, which only adds and contributes to an already exhausted mind and body, as people can actually see the passivity as you trying to be a peacekeeper. Now, interactions with male figures are also not trusted, and this causes you a deep sense of defensiveness. And yet you, for example, might not, might not consciously tie the dots as to why. And as a result, you ignore how you feel, suppressing strong emotions and also acting in ways that are not necessarily in alignment with how you really truly feel. And this coping strategy in itself causes betrayal. However, the betrayal is now towards yourself. And this cycle also tends to turn into deep-seated suppressed anger, which, which deep down means that you feel powerless and helpless in circumstances that you are feeling yourself now being out of control in. And that feeling of feeling out of control now continues to loop and it spirals the longer you push yourself to be and act in entertain circumstances as a female figure that are not bringing you peace and safety.
And these dynamics could actually have contributed to you deciding not to have children. Perhaps as no, for example, as there was no foundation that ever actually made you feel safe enough to raise your child in. Now, people who are, for example, supposed to be responsible in your life continue to fail you. So, of course, this fear of is now being projected into your future and your future decisions. Now, when it comes to your sexuality, you might have been suppressing sexual anger and that you don't feel worthy of having your own sexual needs met. And you often might actually also feel obligated to put the needs of others ahead of your own. Right. And you feel invaded by your partners, though the partner, for example, did not necessarily do anything wrong. This may just be the result of sexual abuse or physical abuse in your childhood that has been triggered by a partner's behavior. Now, these deep feelings of sexual abuse, in most cases, what I've also actually noticed in my research is ancestral memories that was triggered in your childhood. And these memories can become so real that you can accept them and feel them as your own. And so, for example, you might also now, in this case, as we were talking about feeling invaded by a partner, you might also feel invaded by men whose needs are selfish, right? Making you feel unable to receive the love and the intimacy that you desire. And this is also a result of not knowing how to express your needs, right? So you might actually, in this case, because of that, that you associate shame with your femininity. You associate shame with your sexuality. Now, this condition can also take an approach, for example, as I mentioned earlier, especially if you didn't want to have children in your life, right? So unconsciously, your biological clock would also cause you to grieve for missed opportunities to be a mother or to feel perhaps that you failed a role as a mother. Or for example, your children even could be out of the house by now and your identity was so tied and connected to being a mother. And now the children are not there in the house anymore. And you're feeling that your whole identity and sense of self has collapsed. And deep down, perhaps feeling an unconscious deep resentment because of that. Now, it could also be that being a mother didn't work out the way that you intended for it to work out. Or, like I said, you feel abandoned by your children as your identity was so connected to being a mother. Now, another aspect is as well that you might not feel good enough in the eyes of influential male figures. And you may also have been shamed and made to feel less valued than other people in your life. And you've also perhaps been belittled and demeaned by influential people over a long period of time. You know, making you feel uncertain as to where you fit into the family and also most importantly, where you fit in with society. And also in general, this results in a mistrusting attitude toward people. Now, your creativity has also perhaps been, been suppressed by a certain role that you, for example, had that gave you absolutely no joy. And this role not only challenged your own ability to feel and to be free, it also suppressed your talents. It suppressed your creativity, which is associated also with the fallopian tubes. Abuse can actually suppress a person's creativity, for example, and also their talents and their ability to express them in a way that makes them feel safe and also empowered. And that same expression comes with expressing your sexuality, expressing your sexual needs. Now, when abuse is also referred to in this context, it could also mean during your childhood years that then, and as well as the ancestral line, as I mentioned earlier. Right, so abuse, for example, could have had a traumatic impact on the uterus, resulting in long-term tension. And the trauma may also have been extended 
to the ovaries. Now, the memory may also stem from, like I said, from the ancestry line. And this was actually triggered by sexual relations and an invasive person in your life. Now, you could also feel a lack of emotional freedom and also lack of expression. And you want to be creative, right? Yet you feel controlled or attacked or judged by domineering figures in your environment. And you could also perhaps not feel safe to be loved by people that you should be able to feel safe with and allow yourself to be loved by. Now, your mother might also have been cheated on or betrayed by her partner while she was pregnant with you, leaving an already heightened and strong predisposition of mistrust and resentment towards a partner. The point that I'm trying to make is that the ripple effects of that is to be mindful that how you feel, the anger that you feel, the stress that you feel, the abandonment that you feel, is that your emotions or could that actually be stemming from your mother's feelings. And if that doesn't resonate with you, in most cases, you might actually find that in your mother's mother's life. And the reason why is that you already existed in your mother's womb when she was in her mother's womb. So we always look three generations back. If you can find the pattern in your life or also not in your mom's life. So let's look at some key points to explore with the metaphysical anatomy healing technique or any modality of your choice. Now, Let's look for, for the first point. Pain in the ovaries during menstrual cycles, for example, is often an indication of poor personal boundaries and also anger towards an influential female figure or resentment related to being a woman. Now, this also includes feeling overwhelmed and bombarded by people and you lack personal space and also interacting with people exhausts you, right? So the question is, who made you feel ashamed when you started your menstrual cycle? Who made you feel ashamed when you expressed your boundaries for the first time? Who made you feel ashamed when you expressed your need for support the first time? Also explore, for example, who made you feel shameful for being a woman? Who made you feel dirty? Who made you feel impure? Also explore ancestral grief related to losing a child even, such as miscarriages, ancestral rape trauma and ancestral abuse and also incest and invasion trauma. Another point to look at is how does being a female make you feel? You might also feel that you, for example, failed being a good mother. You might feel that you failed being a good mother or you might feel that you failed being a good role model or a guardian. You know, in any, any influential female figure role that you could have had in your life, there's a feeling of failure. There's a feeling of never having been able to live up to expectations. But then that begs the question, whose expectations did you feel you had to live up by? You may also have experienced insincere or hostile love from your mother or your father during your childhood relating to your femininity, meaning they might have wanted you to perhaps be a boy. And there was a part of you that tapped into your masculinity, trying to live up to their expectations and as a result resenting your body for making you feel rejected by your parents. Your mother for example could also have been been seen like a almost like a godlike figure during her childhood and she was the source of everything that you needed in order to survive. And for example did you now feel that all your needs were met? Explore the relationship that you had or have still with her 
and also other influential female figures in your life and how their values and beliefs toward being a woman was projected onto you and how you received that. Also explore resentment and anger that may have been projected onto you by influential people when you were born and also during your childhood. How did it make you feel? Now another point to look at is that, for example, anger. You know, what have you not dealt with in your life? And when I say anger, I mean that thorn in your side, that dominant anger that's in your life. And I know that you know what I'm talking about, right? So look at those points and who made you feel that way? What did you fail to say or do that could have helped you to correct the situation or deal with it better? Look at the emotional resources that you felt that was blocked during that time and then start to process of rediscovering them. Now, you may also have made an association, for example, that love equals abuse, love equals pain, love equals hurt, love equals rejection and violation and invasion. Right? So and this, this meaning, your need for love was met in these aggressive ways. Consciously, of course, you know that love is healthy. You know how you want it to make you feel. However, the way that people reacted to you influenced that. Also, another point to look at is which creative talent have you suppressed and why? And how did it, how did, for example, make you feel when you suppressed it? And for example, another good point to look at is here with the suppression aspect. While we're on top of this topic is that by suppressing your talents, what did you gain from it? Meaning what unmet needs that you finally have met from your environment by suppressing your talents. Now growth of cancer on the ovaries may also be an indication of poor boundaries and also feeling invaded by others, especially men. Now you may also not be ready, for example, to become pregnant due to deep unconscious fears and traumas that has been stored in the biological makeup from your ancestry. Meaning it could be that there's a fear of becoming pregnant or perhaps ancestors witness other women dying, giving birth. Another important point here to explore is to look at associations that you made with your mother after birth. Right? For example, when she held you for the first time, how did you as that little baby feel? Because that moment is incredibly important as to how you receive love as a woman. And your ability to make decisions as well was could have been suppressed by a controlling dominant figure, right? So explore these possibilities. And remember that ovary problems are often related to abuse. And this can be emotional, it can be neglect abuse, it can be physical, or it can be sexual. Now, and this, is, and this normally happens within the immediate family circle. Now, you may also have experienced challenging relationships with close family members. Now focus on how you felt in the past as a result of that. What did you emotionally need at the time of the abuse? Because these associations is what locks cycles in place. So it's very important to, to start identifying which relationship has caused you the most trauma and focus on how this relationship made you feel. Now, I would also highly recommend my meditation for reclaiming your femininity and also my guided healing session, which is on my YouTube channel. So you can go to the YouTube channel under the playlist of meditations for the claiming, reclaiming your femininity meditation and also the self-guided healing meditation. You can go to www.guidedhealingsession.com. Now, just a quick note that I want to leave you here with because I'm sure that some of you might be wondering by now, 
why do some people with similar emotional traumas and past histories develop ovarian cancer and others don't? Now, there were aspects that I, for example, mentioned earlier that there are points where a person has reached their emotional threshold and also their ability to emotionally and psychologically suppress it until it has reached a point where the emotional stress has now surfaced and also the pain has now surfaced where it's become a physical expression. Or this condition also could have been the result of a strong predisposition that has been activated in the biology due to extreme or long-term stress. So to answer your question as to why some of these challenges and some people are challenged now by ovarian cancer and yet others who had the exact same emotional challenges that you, for example, did, did not develop this, this condition. The best explanation observation that I have found so far is the same for most ailments and also psychological challenges that surfaces in a person's life. And that is that a person's threshold for enduring certain types of emotional environmental stress has reached its peak, right? So which made a person overly sensitive, also known in my teaching classes as a low threshold for certain types of stress and environmental factors. Now, a person with a high threshold, for example, for certain types of emotional stress or environmental stress will most likely have little to no biological reaction to stress that takes place in their life or during certain events that would have been perceived as being traumatic. And it all depends on a person's predisposed threshold and how well a person can process stressful events. And until next time, be the life that you are.